Hey, money-making unicorns, full disclosure. No, I don't really think that fucking being stalked is funny. Okay. Don't be fucking uptight. Don't be that fucking bitch. Okay. I've actually been stalked for real and no, it wasn't fun to have a fucking tracker on my motherfucking car. So take a couple deep breaths, roll with the fucking punches and realize that this is just a fucking lesson. Okay. Take off your pants. Unleash your true self. Real unicorns don't wear pants. Once upon a time, as all wonderful stories in Wonder World <laughs> begin, <laughs> there was an attraction marketing all-star. And no, it wasn't motherfucking me. <laughs> and no, it wasn't one of my motherfucking clients either, or one of my motherfucking coaches. Nope, 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 nope. The real deal MVP all-star attraction marketing fucking queen is my best friend. <laughs> and no, she's not an online coach. No, she doesn't subscribe to any of this fucking nonsense. She just pretty much like laughs and ignores me and says good job and pats me on the head every time I tell her like, oh my God, I made 10K today. I made 10K today, by the way. But um, <laughs> she's she's my ultimate cheerleader. But let me let me tell you about how I learned this shit, okay? Yes, a lot of this comes from bartender land and absolutely building regulars. But I got to tell you, this bitch has a very fucking special skill set. Um, she attracts stalkers. <laughs> I mean, real deal, very serious about it, amazingly talented stalkers. <laughs> is, is that considered a talent? Stalking? Is that a talent? Okay, so once upon a time, when she worked at the steakhouse. So she worked at the steakhouse and like this was right when I was really going through um, after my husband left and like I was just a fucking train wreck. Like, I mean, this was in the full on drinking days. And you guys, back in the drinking days, I was very much a whiskey drinker, okay? Straight whiskey, that's what I fucking drank. But when I was sad, <laughs> I would drink red wine and I would be a crying, fucking, bawling, pain in the fucking ass mess. And I like to do that at my best friend's bar because I was an asshole like that for sure. So she worked at this fucking fancy steakhouse and there was only a couple people at the bar top. Like there was only like six stools or so. So I would come in every Friday night with a different Tinder date. I'm sure you've heard me tell that story before. <laughs> um, but one day I came in and it was particularly early. It was like pre-shift. I must have had something else to do that night. So I came in early and like I was just bullshitting and talking with her before the bar opened. And she had this package, right? I was like, the fuck is this? And she's like, I don't know. I think my boyfriend got it for me because at the time she was dating the guy in the kitchen, one of the chefs, the head chef back there. And so she was dating him and she, and that guy sucked. <laughs> Let me preface it with that guy sucked. Okay. Um, just terrible. But so she opens this fucking present and it's these really pretty earrings. Like, I mean, like really nice earrings. And I was like, oh, damn. Like, I was so surprised. <laughs> I was like, oh, he did good, right? <laughs> so she went to thank him for the earrings. The earrings were not from him. <laughs> Which, of course, caused all sorts of fucking other problems. But that's a story for another day. So that caused all these other fucking problems. But um, we started trying to figure out who these fucking earrings were from. And we're like, oh, my God. And so she's like, is this for my ex-husband? I mean, like, because he's a bit of a fucking psycho, too, right? Um, but it wasn't from him. And we're like, okay. So we're trying to fucking figure it out. And a little bit later, like, probably, like, I don't know, two or three months later, like, she gets a card, um, 
a card in the mail. No return address, nothing. Um, and it's just a gift certificate to an, uh, like a pedicure place that's here in Reno. And it was enough for both of us, so we went and got a pedicure. But again, we don't know where this is motherfucking coming from. But gifts keep coming in the mail. I mean, I think that there was probably like close to $1,000 worth of gift certificates to that pedicure place um, when it was all said and done. But eventually as as things start to unravel as they always fucking do we start to figure out that it's this guy that comes in and sits at the bar and he's a total fucking weirdo total fucking weirdo i mean like real quiet doesn't say anything just sits there orders water doesn't really drink um one time he brought her in like homemade tamales that his mom made this motherfucker doesn't even live where we live he lives like I don't know, probably like five hours away. He lives like five hours away, but he had gone to the same high school as her. But he was like three years older, so she he was like a he was like a senior when she was a freshman. So it's like she didn't really fucking know him, right? And he never even like talked to her. Like I mean, other than like the few mumbles he could fucking muster. But he would just send these fucking presents to her. And of course, like he's sitting at the bar top, so he's a fucking guest. So he's, she's gonna be nice to him. It's like the guys at the fucking. It's like the guys at the strip club that it's like, no, I'm different. She really likes me. Like, no, bitch. <laughs> that is not a thing. That is not a thing. If you are out there thinking that the stripper likes you, just, I mean, like, I'm not even going to tell you anything because you, because you don't listen. <laughs> you don't listen if you think strippers like you. Okay. That's not a fucking thing. So, you know, she's nice to him because that's what we do when we're bartenders. We're fucking nice to people. So she... <laughs> this keep going on we kind of start figuring all this stuff out but the the level of stalking is starting to get a little bit more intense um so we had an event to work and it was like it was an offside event and it was me and her and our best friend our best friend that that passed away a couple years ago and so the three of us went to this event and we're bartending it and we're getting everything all set up and it's very much like not like a huge public event where like anybody could be there it's like a guest list kind of event um a private event i mean i think there were like tickets or something but it was just like not even like our crowd at all it was like snooty snooty rich people and so we went to the uh we went to the event and we set everything up and it's very early in the event so people are just starting to get there but um our friend omar <laughs> looks at lo and he says hey I think your friend is here <laughs> and I'm not even motherfucking kidding you guys. He is standing behind the plant, like behind the plant, like just standing there, just staring at her. <laughs> okay. So now we're getting a little bit like, okay, like this motherfucker is going to put her in the box, right? He's going to chop her up into little pieces and mail her to me. Right. <laughs> it's like, okay, this is getting a little bit fucking weird. So we start censoring her social media and like, kind of like, you know, tempering things down. We put everything on private. So like you couldn't really see where we were and all this stuff, but we didn't really think to like do that to my social media. So, which I mean, I guess in hindsight was really fucking stupid. Right. So we didn't do that to my social media. So obviously he could like pick things apart and like find us and figure out where we were, but it was really weird because he didn't live here. So it was like, it would be random weekends. It wasn't like every weekend. It was random weekends. And, um, we were, it was Super Bowl, okay? So we were at Super Bowl and I was working at a different, a different bar then. That's when I was um, working 
I was doing a consulting project. And so we were at like a kind of sports bar place. And so we went, there was a big group of us. There was 10, I, 10 or 20 of us. And like, we were at like, I don't know, sitting at a big table, chicken wings and all the fucking things. And it was the year that the Patriots were playing, which was like all of the years, right? That's all I remember. <laughs> I remember because I was wearing a Patriots jersey because somebody had given it to me and I don't give a fuck about the Patriots. So I was wearing a Patriots jersey and I was there with my crazy ex, the one that fucking stole the money from me. But this was back before. This was like in love bomb narcissist land where everything was fucking kosher and great. Right. Um, and so we were sitting at the table and Lowe's we're, we're 49er fans. OK, so Lowe's wearing a like an old school an old school Niner jacket, like the vintage ones, like, like got it at a thrift store kind of vintage, not like the fucking cool new ones, like not like a throwback one, right? Like a real vintage one. And so she's wearing that jacket and we're sitting at the table and we're talking and like doing all of the things. And again, right? <laughs> of course, like, I think your fucking friend is here. And this motherfucker, again, is standing behind one of the plants. But at this bar, they're fake. So he was, like, behind the fake plant, you know? You guys, I shit you not. This motherfucker is wearing the same motherfucking jacket as her. The same jacket. Like, there's no way he could have known that. And he's, like, coming from fucking California. And it's not like she wears that jacket fucking every day. She's just the real MVP of attraction marketing and, like, putting out the the energy, the pulse, like, like a shark, right? Like, he's like a shark, like, sucking it up and getting the electrical current of where she is and what she's wearing and what she's doing. Oh, man. Fucking insane. And then it was a couple weeks after that where he came into her bar again. And this time he left a room key. Okay. And mind you, this motherfucker has said nothing this entire time. He has said nothing. <laughs> like, nothing. Okay. So he <laughs> brings the, he comes to the hotel or he comes to the, the room, uh, the bar, help me, comes to the fucking bar and leaves her a key to his hotel room. Well, that's how like we like reported it to management and did all this stuff and fucking needless to say, they didn't fucking do anything about it. Right. <laughs> because these big wig casinos don't give a fuck about poor girls being sexually harassed. That's not their fucking problem. So they didn't do very much about it. It was like nothing except for that. Like, our friend was the fucking beverage manager. So he took care of that shit, but like the higher ups, like didn't do enough about it at all. So you know, it, it started, it was getting like escalady, right? Like it was getting worse and worse. Um, and then our, our best friend died, right? Our best friend died in that car accident. Um, not too long after that. And then this motherfucker has the audacity to show up at the funeral, shows up at the fucking funeral. And again, it's just like standing behind the plant being weird. Like, oh my God, it was insane. Like just nonstop. Like this went on, like this whole story, like probably took place over like I don't know, maybe a year and a half, maybe two years, two years. And he like, like legit, like never said anything to her. He would just like follow her around and buy her shit and send her shit in the fucking mail. It was crazy. It was crazy. And I was like, bitch, what do you do for this to happen? Like, why are you like, how is this happening? She's like, I don't know. Okay. Like this is like straight pussy power shit. Okay. This is like just like hormones, energetics, like being in your feminine energy. She's very much like a feminine energy person. Like, I mean, it's probably why we get along, right? Cause like I have like such a masculine vibe to me, but she is the complete opposite. She is consistently in her feminine energy, unless you fucking piss her off because she is Puerto Rican and she has a motherfucking temper. <laughs> 
you know, watch out for that shit. But most of the time, she is very much in her feminine energy. And so this is something that I learned from her because I'm not like innately in my feminine energy, but I know how to create it. I know how to step into that place and like soften and like be in in the like vibe of I'm going to stand here and you're going to come up to me like instead of like hunting. Right. She's always being hunted. <laughs> But it's because she puts off that vibe. And that's really such a big part of attraction marketing is being able to stand still. And it's hard. It's hard because you have this inclination that you want to run around. It's like, well, I'm going to run around and chase all these clients. How are they going to see me if I'm not constantly smacking them in the head? <laughs> it's the ability to be still. The ability to calm the fuck down, the ability to choose your feminine energy, stand behind the bar and let the fucking weirdos send you fucking gift cards <laughs> and very nice earrings. You know, it's the ability to believe that they're coming and that you don't need to chase them. And that solidity, that self-assurance is so fucking magnetic because she never said anything to him. She didn't fucking... She wasn't above and beyond. She didn't do anything. He just saw something that he liked and he did everything he possibly could <laughs> to get it besides being normal. He didn't try that. <laughs> Maybe if he would have tried that. I don't know. He wasn't very cute. But because <laughs> that was everything, right? Fucking shallow ass bitch. <laughs> it was way too short. But, you know, it was one of those things where I learned so much in that snapshot of time of what it really means to be attractive because I was never that girl, like ever. Like I chased dudes, like I controlled the situation because I never wanted to be in a place where I could be rejected. I never wanted to be in a place where I wasn't chosen. And she just never has that problem. Like dudes choose her relentlessly. Um, and so getting to be her best friend, I get to see that. I get to see how people just choose her. And, you know, the coaching world is, I mean, any fucking industry, right? It's competitive. There's other people out there. And so it's like you want to do everything that you possibly can to like beat out the competition. And that's how I am. I'm hyper competitive. But really, you know what beating out the competition means? It's just, just fucking put your feet down. Put your feet on the ground. Stand there. Be the fucking lighthouse and create visibility that is just a pulse of your energetic flow. And believing that the right people will feel that pulse. The right people will come to you. The right people will stalk you. <laughs> the right people will send you gift cards in the mail. The right people will pay you. They will reach out to you. They will choose you. Now, does this mean that you do nothing? No, it doesn't fucking mean that you do nothing, right? She still got up and went to work every day. She still put her fucking makeup on. She still was herself bubbly and all the funny things and laughing all night long. She has the best motherfucking laugh, you guys. Seriously, the best. She was being her herself all of the time. And that's what was so attractive. So yeah, you got to be yourself. And yeah, you got to fucking create some visibility around that. You got to have people see you being yourself. That's part of it. People have to feel your pulse. And the way that you fucking do that now, it's so easy. You just get on social media and stand there. <laughs> just flip the live on and stand there. <laughs> no, but really, like, you just show people who you really are. You just talk the way that you fucking talk. You walk the way that you fucking walk. You wear the shit you wear. You don't do your hair like me. <laughs> you do whatever the fuck you want to do because that's what really builds the fucking connection is people seeing you in your real element. It's like going to the zoo, right? <laughs> right? It's like going to the zoo versus seeing something in the wild. 
It's like when everything's perfectly curated and crafted and like, this is where the tiger sleeps and this is what the tiger does. You're like, meh, whatever. You see a fucking tiger in the wild. That shit is terrifying. That shit is terrifying because you're like, that is a motherfucking tiger. Right? And that thing is huge. When it's in a cage, you're just kind of like, eh, whatever. Fucking tiger. Cool. It's cute. Whatever. You see a tiger in real life, everything changes. It's fucking mesmerizing. You can't take your eyes off of it. I mean, because you should be scared, but also just because it's so awe-inspiring. And that's what happens with these fucking, these fucking marketers, right? Is that everything feels like the fucking zoo. Everything is just this kind of curated, like safety, like everything is fucking boring and like, you know exactly what to expect. It's like fucking going to the zoo. When you step into your true self, you are inviting motherfuckers to come and see you in your natural habitat, who you really fucking are. And that shit is mesmerizing. It is magic. It is fucking magnetic. It's everything. And that's really what I learned from my best friend is that she wasn't doing anything fucking special. I was like dancing around and fucking, you know, trying to make the boys like me and all this shit. No, dude, that bitch was just ignoring them. <laughs> she was ignoring them and focusing on herself. And when you stop trying to get clients like, come be my client, come be my client, come be my client, and you just focus your energy into you and being yourself and who you really are, that's when people line up. That's when people want to work with you because they want that result. They want to be able to put energy into themselves too, instead of chasing. They want to have that feeling of, hey, I just get to be me today. Everybody wants to fucking feel that way. You know, I closed four people into nonstop this week. And, you know, I didn't do anything. <laughs> I mean, I know that sounds ridiculous, but I didn't. I didn't do anything. I'm in between pitch cycles. I'm not pitching until the retreat next week. You know, I'm in between pitch cycles and four people have bought my $10,000 thing this week. You know, I mean, why? Because I'm focused on my energy right now because I'm I'm in that cycle of like really rejuvenating and like putting it all into me so that I can really deliver at full strength next week. Um, I took this week off of client calls. Obviously, I don't have client calls next week because I have the retreat. So I have two weeks of no client calls and just being in my vibe. I'm going to the lake tomorrow. You know, I'm really feeling into me and that energy, just the intention. Even though last week I wasn't there yet, I still had the intention. My schedule was still blocked off. I still have had that thing of intending to spend time with myself and to really pour into me. And that shit is attractive. They can't help but fucking notice it because it is noticeable. It's mesmerizing. It's magnetic. And allowing yourself to do that instead of running around like a fucking idiot trying to chase everybody down and beg them to be your client, like just put all that energy into yourself amplify being your feminine energy just fucking and i don't care if you're a dude fucking girl whatever anything in fucking between zebra doesn't matter okay there's masculine and feminine energy that vibration of come and fucking get it you know i i'm here i'm feeling myself i'm showing i'm showing up i'm i'm doing the things and really pouring into me right that is not just enough it's everything being in your own vibration is what attracts anything, right? Stalkers, tigers, zebras, doesn't matter. Right? Being in your natural energy is what does it because that is the flow pattern. That is the alignment. And that is the real attraction marketing fucking secret is vibration, energy, flow. Be in those things.
be in that place all the time. And anytime you get the inclination to fucking go run around, ask yourself the question, do you want to be the stalker <laughs> or the stocky? Do you want to buy gift certificates or do you want people to buy gift certificates for you? Because if you want to buy gift certificates, you can send them to me. <laughs> oh, remember you guys, real unicorns don't wear fucking pants. For more trouble, go to realunicornsdon'twearpants.com. Hit that subscribe button and remember, hashtag fuck pants.